Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. <laughs> My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Mia. What was that all about? <laughs> Did was, you hear that? It was the cat. No. He went like... Yeah. When you were started to record, he was like, "Why are so much it. noise?" He was like, oh, oh. The movie this week is Anastasia from 1997, directed by Don Bluth and Gary Goldman, written by Susan Gauthier, Bruce Graham, and three more credits. See, I didn't click on the link, so I'm not going to read that. Anyways, starring Meg Ryan, John Cusack, Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, Christopher Lloyd, Hank Azaria, and Angela Lonsbury. Who is Hank Azaria? He was Bartok. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. He's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> he was what, really funny. What does Bartok say? He's like, he says it a couple of times. He has so many good lines. It's his lines. catchphrase at the end. Oh, he's, I don't know. He says something. Oh, he's like, <laughs> oh, I forget. It's like, I tell you what, oh, ow. Yeah. I tell you what. I tell you what. Oh, like like Hank Hill, like, I tell you what. <laughs> Rasputin ain't right. <laughs> the boy ain't <laughs> Get a lie. So why did you pick this movie, Mia? Why did you torture your poor uncle? I think this movie is really interesting just because I feel... I don't know. It's a lot different than what Don Bluth has been has made in the past, and I don't know. I feel like maybe it was kind of supposed to be a little Disney esque. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to ride on those coattails, those sweet, sweet coattails. I wouldn't be surprised if he had some sort of uh, Disney past. Yeah, it says here, uh, rescuers and mm-hmm. dragons. So. He worked for them. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the funny thing, that's funny. We were saying that the characters, some of the ladies looked like other Disney characters. And one of them did look like the lady from the rescuers that that's kidnapped the, the little girl. <laughs> like, cause she's got the pointy face and stuff like that. Oh, which one? The, the lady at the beginning at the orphanage who's like, nah. I had a lot of problems <laughs> with people's faces in general on this. So I'm not, <gasps> I don't even know. Is Don Blue still alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says he is. Yeah, he was on the Nostalgic Critics, um, his little... He reviewed uh, that video game he made. I forget Dragon's what it was called. Dragon's Lair? Mm-hmm. And he, like, came on because they were going to do a movie, and they were trying to raise money to, like, start it. Well, so, I'm glad that didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, it didn't work out. I feel uh, kind of n- bad. Not because of Dan Blue, or Don Blue, because of that uh, Nostalgic Cricket. Cricket? Critic. Obviously, I'm like partially asleep here. This movie made me very sleepy. <laughs> All right. You're looking at me angry. What's going on, Sarah? Nothing. Why do you hate it? <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay. Well, tell me how you feel about <laughs> I I wasn't sure if I had ever seen this movie before. And now I think maybe I did, but I wasn't really paying attention when it was on. Like... Like, maybe somebody I was babysitting or something was watching it, and, like, I was kind of in and out, like, of the kitchen or something. I don't know. But (laughs) I feel like we were... I was, like, 16 when this movie came out, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think that if I had been younger, I probably would have, like, fallen in love with it immediately and just, like, been obsessed 
just a little bit younger, maybe like three years younger, I probably would have <laughs> loved it. But because like I kind of wasn't watching cartoons at the time, maybe I just missed it. But when I was little, I saw like Land Before Time like eight times in the theater and an American Tale too. Like um, American Tale as well, not not, not Five Hundred Goes West. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that one's. <laughs> but um, I think that yeah, I would have been really into this one too if I had been younger when it came out. And this was the first time I feel like I really saw it and paid attention to it, and I thought it was okay. But I mean, there are there are some little weird things. But <laughs> of oh. course, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that about this particular movie. <laughs> Did you want to do a synopsis of it first? Or? Yeah, everybody knows the story of Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. what's the story of this movie? So, back in the 19th century? 1918? 19th century is correct. Yeah, somewhere in Russia. I don't know, St. Petersburg? Yes. And, um, <laughs> okay, so... There's a family, the Romanov family, and there was an uprising, but like they kind of make it seem as if there was a magical sorcerer that caused the uprising against the family. Named and Rasputin. Name Rasputin. Rasputin. And he. Oh, one little girl gets away, and that's Anastasia, and they all think she's dead, but there's a rumor that she's alive. And so two con men go out to find an an actress to like portray her and show her to the duchess queen lady and yeah pretty much yep and that sums it up Mm -hmm. so i knew i know little to nothing about russian history and when i saw this i was thinking like this this really happened right the uprising (laughs) and the revolution and the family were gathered up and killed, and like I'm thinking, this is really grisly. Like, <laughs> like is any of the, did anybody live? Is this like partially true? And like we were talking about it, and you said no, right? Like That's nobody correct. lived. None of the Romanov children lived. They're all executed for this revolution. But for was, it was not started by Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but for a long time, like, people did think that she was alive, so that's why this story is around, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I, cool. I remember mm-hmm. hearing this story a long time before there was any animated movie that had come out or anything like that. About, like, the, you know, Anastasia, the Romanovs had, like, lived and and uh, somebody was claiming to be her and had proof and stuff like that and, like, one of the children had disappeared, and nobody knew, so she was probably out there somewhere. And there's all kinds of mysteries that they had surrounding Ras- Rasputin, too, like as his character. I'm pretty sure he died either before the whole crap went down or significantly after. But, you know, he, he's got, like, legends of, like, when they tried to kill him, you know, first they stabbed him and he didn't die, and then they shot him and he didn't die, and oh, they also poisoned him and then they, he didn't die, and they strapped him to a chair and threw him in a river, and he got out. <laughs> somebody like, and then he he finally died from the cold or something like that. It's like, but that's once again, it's just made up stuff. So he's magical. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> no, none of that. I mean. <laughs> I mean, they they villainize it and they made it his character to seem like he was, you know, brainwashing the. Uh, I think he did the queen or whatever. Yeah, he was. Let me see. He was like a healer, but I forget which kind of healer. Like he a was. demon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was de- in this movie, he was a demon healer. In yeah. real life, he was probably just a schmuck. Pretty much the same thing, like a mystical faith healer, whatever that is. Right. Well, there's pictures, you know, like there's pictures of him. He's got a beard. I think that's that means he's evil, right? <laughs> let me see. Let me oh, see. Oh, he kind of looks like him, I guess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And this guy is, like, considered bad because he was involved in, like, it says he was, like, a scapegoat for Russian nationalists. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> thinking. Because, like, his name almost has a connotation with it now. Exactly. 
Yeah. Wow. And so I was like, okay, he's a real person. But he was, like, tight with the family, the Romanov, so... Right, he was yeah. there when Nicholas, Tsar Nicholas was off fighting some war. He was basically taking care of their sickly son, I believe, is the situation there. And people were telling stories of, like, oh, and he's also sleeping with the, the Tsarina and all this stuff like that, you know. And, uh, I mean, that's that's, like, a legend that... I think is is more interesting than <laughs> the Anastasia thing because I mean, what does it mean? I mean, they they had a revolution in that country. A lot of people died. Let's make a movie about it. <laughs> you know what this kind of reminds me of? When we were in France, we went to Versailles, and I went into the gift shop, and they had this book that was. I don't know how to pronounce French at all, but it, I think it was called La Princesse or something like that. And it was basically like a children's book, like a pop-up book that oh. was all about Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, I kind of have to get this. <laughs> so I got it. But, like, it's the kind of thing that it's like, well, who am I going to even show this to? Like, it's a it's a kid's book. But it's about Marie Antoinette. Like, it's pretty grisly, like, the story. But at the same time, this is, like, a more, like, fun, like... Yeah, they. I mean, they cover all that part we just talked about in the first, like, five minutes, five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And Angela Lansbury is out there being like, oh, no, my child! And it is, like, a fantastical idea to be, like... You could be related to a royal <laughs> family and not even know it. And mm-hmm. I think discovery is kind of a cool thing in in stories. The idea that you can discover something that's unknown about you. Mm-hmm. Sure. You like this because of the music? Is that why you like this movie, though? Yeah, I think the music's pretty good. And also, I don't know, it's just something about it makes it memorable, you know? Uh, So, I guess it just goes back to me watching it as a kid. Like, I'm usually pretty biased to (laughs) those that I really liked as a kid. And I still am like, oh, wow, it's... Well, I'll admit this one probably doesn't hold up as much as, like, other stuff would but yeah Mm. (laughs) i just don't like don bluth's animation style he does he does a lot of things based off of rotoscoping i feel like you know based off of actual people's movements and that just gives me this uncanny valley thing but like I'm, i'm going through his list of movies that he directed and you know to start off with the secret of nim which i i know i saw as a child but i think i was terrified no, like I only have a distinct memory of a part where, uh, whatever the name of the main character is, Mrs. Um, you know, something very yeah, Mrs. Something. <laughs> she has to like prick her finger, and it's like terrifying <laughs> to me as a child. Like, oh, needle. <laughs> you know, and then after that, an American Tale. It's, that's a classic from when we were kids. They're Russian too, right? The dad is kind of like Vlad and Vlad in this one. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's also a really sad story. Like we're, we we yeah. got to get out of the country because we're being people are being killed and stuff <laughs> like that. We're Russian, ju- we're basically Russian Jews, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, got to come over. That's funny that you say that because this musical almost reminded me in a way of the songs in Fiddler, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh yeah, uh-huh. just because like the way they're kind of laying out the story to you and like mm-hmm. each individual's perspective, like. That's kind of how you feel when, like, in Anna Tevka, when they're, like, setting up the village and stuff, and, like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it did kind of remind me they of that. They have to get out of the shtetl, take a ship <laughs> across the way. Yeah, and I don't like that movie anymore, um, because it's really dark. Okay. It's, it is a dark movie. I could say that for this one, that, like, other than the very beginning, it's not not a very dark movie. It's more child-friendly, I feel like. Um, (laughs) After that, Land Before Time, which is also a very dark movie, but I like that one probably most of all out of his stuff. It's just, it's cool seeing the dinosaur animations, right? 
um, I don't even remember. Do they sing songs in that movie, or is it just that one um, song that's like at the end? Mm, that I we don't had to learn from think the sixth so. <laughs> what song is that? I don't remember. Uh, um, it goes, if we hold on <laughs> Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, would they like go to the great beyond, or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they call the Great Beyond. I don't remember what it's called. They go to the Hidden Valley. To oh, get Hidden Valley. <laughs> I'm thinking of Sausage Party with like, the Great Beyond. The Great Beyond. And guess what's after that? Mia's second favorite movie. <gasps> oh, that's good heaven. That's correct. Oh, yeah. That is a messed up movie. I love that movie. It's drinking and smoking and gambling. <laughs> but it's good. Animals dying no. and orphan children. Burt and Reynolds, like. <laughs> murder. It's good, though. It kind of, um, I read that it was inspired by that one. Wow, that It's like a French movie. I'm going to look it up. It's, I bought it, like during my first semester at school and I was like, I'm going to watch it. And it was kind the, of, the one you were, you yeah. were talking about that you didn't <laughs> like very much. Yeah. I was like, this is weird. When I started watching it, I'm trying to remember Lionel. I, it was like Lionel or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Mm-mm. exactly. But. And that he was in that he was smoking and drinking and he was a dog. No, but no. he it was like the same kind of concept, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And had all those illegitimate children that he was giving pizza to. <laughs> those aren't his kids. Those are like, I don't know. No, just yeah, some, some puppies. They're just no, they're not. Some of those are his children. Okay? He's like the Paw Patrol. The Paw Patrol. Who's <laughs> like the Paw Patrol? Like the, Chase. Yeah, he's like Chase. <laughs> no. He's Ooh. a German Shepherd. <laughs> Burt Reynolds' dog character. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. It has good music. I think. Oh, the girl Charlie. Judith. Judith, what the, what's Judith her name? Barcy. Yeah, she has like such the a most sad. Irritating voice I've ever. No, I'm just <laughs> that's so. Her backstory is really sad. She was. She killed. passed away at ten. Yeah, she was killed by her dad, and her dad oh was like God. her dad was like a psycho. He was jealous of like her fame because she was getting pretty well known, and like he shot her in the head at night. Oh, it's oh, so awful! Oh my God! Oh, great! That's it's great. so awful. That's awful. And oh, then like. God. I think he killed the mom, too. Oh, my gosh. It's All awful. Dogs Go to Heaven was released posthumously. That's <laughs> terrible. No, but... Oh, they, she did the voice of Ducky? Yeah, they dedicated it to, like, her memory. I'm and, gonna, I'm gonna, and on her grave, it says, like, I'm yep, never yep. watching this movie again. <laughs> Any of Holy those movies. Holy crap. I didn't know that. Why did you... Why? Because <laughs> no. she really likes that movie. She knows about it. No. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> sad now. I'm it's, just going to go cry. I think it's cute, though, because, oh, okay, it's it's morbid, but I think it's nice. It's a nice sediment <laughs> that, like, on her grave, it says, like, yep, yep, which is what, like, Ducky says in The Land Before mm-hmm. Time. Like, yeah, on my grave, it's just going to be, like, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Fat people. <laughs> <laughs> like Vlad in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like Vlad. Like <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. Who's deaf and blind. Oh, you know, blind. it's funny. He's like a giant, he's like a big fat guy, but he's not, there's no scenes where he's like eating. He's, he's too busy dancing around. Being like, that guy's full of life. <laughs> You're the real thing. I like, Mon ami. Wait. I like how in the beginning he like, um, Dimitri's like, did you hear something? And he's like, mm. And then you're like, oh, it's saying that fat people can't hear. Like, <laughs> Are they true. trying to say that fat people can't hear anything? It's you. You're crazy. Fat people can't hear. <laughs> fat people want to sleep with their cousin or something like that. That's uh, That lady was his cousin. I'm no, it wasn't. It was like a friend he's, of his. He said, my first cousin. <laughs> no. So beautiful. He's talking about like the Duchess's first cousin, I think. Uh, I don't know. He's talking about somebody he shouldn't <laughs> be talking about. It was okay back then. <laughs> Ed- That's true. Yeah. Edgar Allan Poe married his first cousin. Yeah. <laughs> You guys aren't selling this. She was also like 30 years younger than him. No, it was. she wasn't. She was like 18. He's probably like... No, no, I'm ta- not talking about the movie. I'm talking about Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, okay. Starring John Cusack. 
it was a different time. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's fine. But it's not okay. Fine. His, fa- his family line is fine. It's the Romanovs that are gone. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great Balls of Fire. He's dead too, ain't he? Mm-hmm. I think he married his first cousin. No. It's because he had problems. Winona Ryder. No, oh, I'm just kidding. No. I think she played her in the movie, though. Oh, okay. Dennis Quaid was hitting on Winona Ryder. That's an age gap, too. Yeah, hmm. she was younger. She was his... Anyway, never mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, she yeah. was younger? We're talking about Anastasia here. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, in Anastasia, the drawing of her is really cool, but... When she opens her mouth, it's a little <laughs> bit distracting because it sounds so much like Meg Ryan. I can't stand it. <laughs> Meg Ryan is not my ideal voice actress person. Like, she... I've never thought Meg Ryan had, like, a comforting voice or anything like that. I don't I don't know how to say this without sounding like an asshole. Uh, she has this sharp edge to it. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably to make it sound like laid back, like, hey, like, well, I'm, I'm one of the... <laughs> I'm talking about everything. In I'm everything. not talking about just this. Oh, okay. I'm wondering if someday we're going to watch, like, Frozen and be like, oh, that's a Kristen Bell voice. <laughs> oh, Kristen Bell, stop it. <sighs> I remember stop when she got all those voice acting parts. Man. Uh, no, I I like Kristen Bell's voice, but I'm kind of wondering <laughs> if I'm going to know how her... That's going to be voice as an actress mm-hmm. like more and associate like her face with it mm. later i don't know maybe or dina menzel well for that movie specifically yeah uh, did she do both parts or just singing uh she did elsa's yeah she did both parts oh i didn't know so that. did Kristen? which did she do Kristen bell she did, did the other anna anna elsa oh okay we haven't seen that <laughs> yeah, we're like the only people in America who haven't seen Frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next review. <laughs> it's not. It's kind of sick. I no, feel bad for seeing that about Mag Ryan, but I just her voice sounds like her. I'm so Jeez. familiar with her in her movie roles, like as an actress. That I, I there are a couple movies she's in that I've seen like a million times. Mm-hmm. Like French Kiss, I've seen like a million times. Mm-hmm. I can just, like, there were parts where I could, like, see her person, like, in this movie. Mm -hmm. Because there's a part where she wears a big coat, like, (laughs) she's wearing in this movie. I have to wear a big coat. And she had a hairdo like that Mm -hmm. under the hat. I mean, not the bun that you see later, Mm -hmm. but, like, the... Short. She may have even used to wear hats like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she may have been a direct inspiration. <laughs> I read that she actually didn't want to do the voice acting for this movie at first, but then, like, they showed her, they wanted her really bad, I guess, so they showed her an animation with her voice over it, and they, she was like, okay, I'll do the movie. So, That's cool. Yeah. She had a bad experience with Captain Planet and the Planeteers. <laughs> she didn't want to relive on any of that stuff. Well, you know, I, I, I'm being harsh on on her, on uh, who, who are we talking about? Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan. I also had a problem with John Cusack because <laughs> I know his voice so well. And, and neither of them are doing voices. They're just doing their voice. You know, I, I think maybe John Cusack kind of was trying to do like a more boyish voice or something like that. But it was, you know, it's John Cusack. That's what he sounds like. No. And like you were making fun of it because he did he said something that was just like in high fidelity. <laughs> oh, like no. you know I do. Yeah. <laughs> like joking. That's He's right. like Do you think I could be the princess? You know I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I did of course you know. I did. Of course. <laughs> <sighs> They still kind of do that to this day. Like, they just get celebrity voices just to talk in the regular voice for animation or movies yeah. like that. So. I, I know that. <laughs> and you feel bad for the voice actors who might be out of it. But, you know, I, I think that it's okay. Some voice actors get 
jobs just by showing up. You know, you've got your Frank Welker, you got your Steve Bloom, uh, you, you other people like uh, Joe DiMaggio or any of those people from Futurama, basically, <laughs> and show up like, yep, I'm here for my work. Okay, uh, here's the part now. So uh, sometimes a celebrity is fine. But, like, I think that uh, Kelsey Grammer did a really good job. I actually think everybody did a really good job. I just found it very distracting, <laughs> Meg Ryan's voice. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. if I I could see myself not recognizing it as much if I'd seen it back in 97, I think it might have been easier. And I think everybody else, Angela Lansbury, a little bit. Because, like, as soon as she started talking, I was like, that's Angela Lansbury. <laughs> and I'll and kill her. Jo- and Joel was like... No, it's somebody with a Russian accent. Can't yeah. you hear that accent? And I'm like... It's not Angela Lansbury. Yeah. It's, not, it's Angela. She's not Russian. <laughs> anyway, um, but I do... I li- I liked Kelsey Grammer. I liked the bat... What did you, Which actor did you say that was? <laughs> Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. I think that Hank Azaria and... Um, uh, 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 Christopher Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Yes, I think that they did the best all together (laughs) on voices. But Christopher Mm -hmm. Lloyd, I mean, he's he's not somebody who was afraid to go crazy over the top. And Hank Hank Azaria does tons of voices. I mean, he's getting paid millions for being on The Simpsons for years. (laughs) That's a good song. What are you singing? You know the one where he's like, in the dark of the night, evil will find oh, her. Oh, that's what it was. It's a good song. It's before dawn. And then you hear Richard Marks at the end. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, life that's a is a road, and I want to keep going. That one. I love you always, forever. It reminded me of a different song too. Yeah. <laughs> what song is that? It might be that song. <laughs> something from the 80s. No, not that one. A different one. Okay. Not that one. I don't know. I heard it was pretty well received in our <laughs> in America. I'm the sure. movie? No, the um the song that it's At called I forget what it's called. Uh, life is a river. Life. <laughs> life is a river. Um, life is a road. And I want to go down it. No, <laughs> I used. I used. <laughs> life is a road, and I want to keep going. <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning. That's what it's called. Okay, I remember I would like sing that all the time because I was I went through a phase when I was like nine and I really liked this movie. I was like getting into it again, and I like really liked. <laughs> that song and I would sing both parts and my mom would be like oh my god shut up because like she hated the song which song was he actually doing? I could see Camille doing because I was like life is a road and I want to keep going what song does Richard Marks actually do like what is he, he goes wherever you go oh, okay. whatever you do I will be right here <laughs> waiting for you. That's a little, that's a, that's pretty code, codependent right there. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, I was thinking of the. Even if, even if you no, that's the heart of the matter by Don Henley. But but that song like has similarities to this. Song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm learning to live without you. Maybe it's just the same notes. I don't know. Notation. (laughs) Well, you know, we're not all Don Henley singers here. (sighs) What were your guys' favorite songs in this movie? That's really interesting. So, (laughs) the person who did the little girl's voice was, who'd you say it was? It's Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Mary Antoinette. Anastasia when she's a child. But the singing voice was Lacey Chambray. Sh- oh, that's Chambert, weird. Whatever. She's uh, Eliza from the Wild Thornberry. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's she's the uh, Mean Girls. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's in the Mean Girls, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, yeah, she's famous for being I Can Talk to Animals. 
for a long time. I didn't know that was Tim Curry playing Nigel in the in the Wild Thorn Bears. Nigel mm. Thorn Bears. Yeah. And now everyone makes fun of it. <laughs> well, yeah. they can't make fun of Tim Curry. He's awesome. Oh, he's, yeah, he's funny. He's the best. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He should have been rescued, too. Well, no. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd did a good job. Yeah, he did a great job. Come on. Cut it out. Cut it I out. like his voice. I think his voice works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got, he's got such a rasp to it, you know? You can see why he's getting all these villain roles, ducktails and such. Ducktails. <laughs> I can't do Everyone it. around <laughs> Or Uncle Fester. Yeah. I guess he didn't do the voice. Oh, is he that guy? What movie is it when he's like, I was frozen today? I that was uh, <laughs> Suburban Commando. Yeah. Starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> we saw. We watched. Because <laughs> we went to a live taping of <laughs> another podcast that we like called We Hate Movies. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> wow. And they watched it. They were mm-hmm. talking about oh. that movie. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's a classic. Oh yeah, over the garden wall, he does that voice of the woodsman. It's really good. Oh yeah, that was good. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? I don't think so. What is it? It's like an animated short series. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's dark, but it's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's way better than Anastasia. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Yeah, I know other. It people, might be <laughs> other people around your age that also have like. Strong affection for this movie. And well, I, I try not <laughs> not to be like, it's this really dumb and I don't like it. But, you know, it's not for me. <laughs> I mean, bad things happen in all the Disney movies, yeah. too. I really tried to screen that out for my nephew recently. But, <laughs> I mean, Lion King, there's straight up murder. Yeah. <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> Hamlet. Oh, yeah. like I was saying, this one doesn't really have, other than the beginning part, that's not my my issue with the movie. Uh, the darkness or anything like that. I just really can't stand the animation style. Like, the differences between people's faces, a lot of them were cartoony. Like, uh, Vlad, you said his name was Vlad, right? Vlad. When Kelsey Grammer's playing. Mm-hmm. He's got the regular cartoony face and stuff like that. But <laughs> then you've got Anastasia, and you've got the grandmother, and you've got uh, Dimitri, right? Yeah. And they've all got, like, more... I guess you would call normal looking faces. Normal. They're still cartoon. And then like they're interacting with these people who, who, they (laughs) They look look like, yeah, like there's a level of animation consistency that you see in Disney movies that this doesn't have. And I understand what they're doing, but I would have liked it better if it had been more normalized, I guess, or, Everything looked consistent. I, like I don't even feel like I'm nitpicking. I can't not see it. <laughs> They're probably trying to make them look like prettier or handsome. Right. These um, are the main characters, mm-hmm. right? So you want them to look that way, but I thought he looked kind of like, um, like how Eric or somebody looked in a Disney movie, right? Mm. Like. Or I'm trying to think of another like right, she, I mean, she Prince like Charming Ariel. or something like. He kind of looks like the Beast when he's a human at the end. I guess a little bit. Oh, he looked like a douche, huh? <laughs> I kind of don't like the way he looks at the end. I don't. He's a human. <laughs> no, oh my gosh, I remember. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember a long time ago. Like I don't know. I think Joe might have been there. <laughs> we were in. We were watching it in Vegas because we would remember. Like the whole family would go to Vegas sometimes. Okay, yeah. like we were watching it. All the kids were, and it went to. It was the at the end when he transforms and then Robin she was like oh it's Jesus like cause he looks like <laughs> I'm back he like transforms and you're like what mm-hmm. <laughs> stay the beast please like oh and you you didn't want Gaston huh? okay <laughs> I guess Gaston was a jerk so, yeah. so that's fine Mm-hmm. I remember the bat being way more annoying, so <laughs> I could say that, that he wasn't 
annoying, <laughs> although I still don't like the, the catchphrase that I can't remember all of a sudden, but... Uh, wow, I tell you what, wow. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> oh, yes, I am Russian. Get a life. <laughs> You're not doing the accent right. What is the accent? He doesn't really have an accent, he's just like, come on. Like, Oh, master, you've got to... I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stress, it's a killer. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, you have to calm down. I tell you what. <laughs> he gets his own so, movie. <laughs> yeah, he picks up a babe at the end. Because in France, the ladies are just like, yeah. So <laughs> what movies did he do after All Dogs Go to Heaven? Oh, uh, the director, Don, Don Bloom. <laughs> After all dogs go to heaven, it's just pretty downhill. I just <laughs> yeah, know. kind of. Oh, Rocket Doodle. Rocket Doodle is one of them. One of them. Do you like that movie? Eh, it's a little too. It I makes... wasn't. I didn't watch that one a lot growing up. I think I. I don't know. I saw it a lot at um. What's her name? What's uh, Emma's friend's name? Danny. Danny. I saw it a lot at her house because she had it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought like this is weird. I don't that like it. That is actually the next movie in the cycle here. Oh after my God. all dogs, after the cycle. <laughs> it's <laughs> a cycle. Doodle. Yeah. <laughs> like thinking of that movie makes me nauseous. And I can't really <laughs> put my finger on it. Oh, it has um. What's her name from? Little Shop of Horrors, the one that's like suddenly Seymour. I don't know what her name is. Uh, Audrey. I don't know who the Audrey's actress's the name plant, is. Audrey one. Oh, you're no, talking about. They named the plant after a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen the movie. Though. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love Little Audrey, Shop of I, I, I saw it when I was a kid, and I the only thing I can remember is Steve Martin is chopping up some dead body. So I don't want to see it. Uh, I'm scared. He's he's adorable in that movie. I'm scared. Ellen and Green. Mm. No. No. Dee Wallace. Mm-mm. Glenn, oh. Glenn Campbell. Just kidding. I don't know. I'm not going to look at Are we talking about Rockadoodle stuff? Yeah, I was trying, trying to find the lady from... Love them. After Rockadoodle, <laughs> we have Thumbelina. Oh, that one was another... I've not seen it, but the animation looks very similar to this. Oh, Barry Manilow wrote the music <laughs> for that one. Oh, so, yeah. That's really good. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is it good? <laughs> um, there's this one. Okay, so if you know this, the Hans Christian Andersen story, like there's a part where the mouse is trying to get Thumbelina to marry the mole. In the movie, she sings a song like, marry the mole. And then that actually won a Razzie for worst song in like an, in a movie, in a, I think. <laughs> like so in a good. musical yeah. context. Or, yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's the one that was on the air. A Razzie. Yeah. <laughs> Troll in Central Park. Oh, that one's not good. <laughs> Pebble and the Penguin. Oh, he wrote the music for that one, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. Manila. Yeah, and um, what's her name? Uh, Norma from Orange is the New Black actually plays, like, the lady penguin in it. Marina. Mm. Marina. Cool. And Martin Short's in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Then Titan A. That was a lot before Anastasia. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see Titan. Anastasia was his, not counting Bartok the Magnificent, is <laughs> basically his second to last feature length film. Oh. And Titan A.E., you know, that was not a good movie. I saw that in the theater. I didn't think it was bad. He used popular music. It's, I mean, you know, that like that's got the same kind of animation, so I think that's, that's why I don't have pleasant <laughs> memories of it. It was kind of a different kind of a story, but... Matt Damon. (laughs) What was one of the songs in it? They didn't have, like, Uh, music? They had, uh, Meet Me in Outer Space. (laughs) That Incubus in it? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Let's see. We've got Over My Head by Lit. Not Quite Paradise by Bliss. The End is Over by Power Man 5000. Listen, Listen to this. This is a soundtrack I'm going to get for Shane. (laughs) (laughs) It's my turn to fly, The Urge, (laughs) Cosmic Castaway, Eclasteresi, I don't even know, Karma Slave by Splashdown. Uh, Jamiroquai. 
Jameer Cry mm. what song? Everybody's going to the moon. Okay, so uh, Luscious Jackson down to Earth. Okay, Meet Me in Outer Space is not there. Maybe that was just the trailer. Maybe. Wait, wasn't there? Wasn't that? Oh, I just want to fly. <laughs> that was him. Oh, what yeah. Was that Put him? your arms oh, around me, baby. Oh, my gosh. So after, after we watched Supernova with my mom, I looked up the trailer <laughs> for it. And the trailer for Supernova is seriously clips of the movie with Sugar Ray mm-hmm. <laughs> fly, like, playing over. And then there's a different song towards the end. And it, like, it's not. It doesn't represent what the movie is like at all. It's so bad. Mm. But they they want um, them mm. to put their arms around them, baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> put your space arms mean. around me. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. When it's over. <laughs> That's what I found. <laughs> See, I can't remember any of the music from this movie already. I've already it's gone. From Titan AE? No, from I remember all of Titan AE. I'm talking about Anastasia. Oh, I like the music. Steven Schwartz, he made Wicked. He composed the music for Wicked, I think. I think that's the same guy that made the music for Anastasia. That's cool. I liked the Wicked soundtrack. I got it after we saw Wicked. Did you see it at the Pantages? Mm -hmm. Oh, I did too. This guy, uh, the co-director for this movie, worked on most of his other stuff too. Gary Goldman, mm-hmm. he did. Uh, he also did All Dogs Go to Heaven, Rocket Doodle, Thumbelina, Thumb, Thumb, Thumbelina. Yeah, Dragon's Lair, the movie announced. <gasps> Is it gonna happen? No, but <laughs> they've been they've been talking about that for a long time. Oh. I remember a really bad script pitch I read that was talking about oh they're going to explain why he never talks if something happened to his tongue like they don't need to do that make the character talk it doesn't matter it's just a video game he talks at the end of the second one I think what does he say because she's like Dirk Dirk and he's like Daph because he's like excited Daphne. and he's like Yahoo and then they like ride off into their home with all I their kids I love you Daphne yeah well I didn't know that I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that I don't see, I don't want to just keep raining on this this here. Why don't you tell me what else you like about this movie? Like animation, like you guys noticed the animation mm-hmm. more than I did. I mean, I, other than me getting nauseous by it, you mm-hmm. must have saw good things. I guess I did like the character of Anastasia herself and Dimitri. I don't know. This was just kind of because it was. Kind of the first time I saw this formula being done, probably when I was little. So, but I still like it. Like if I see a a gif gif of it on Tumblr, I'll I'll reblog it. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's kind of got like a little like Roman holiday element to it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can see that. That she's the princess in disguise, and that he's just a regular guy who's trying to help her get through and um they kept putting her in very audrey hepburn positions like mm-hmm. the way she was shot and the way she was looking and stuff like that so yeah i could see that the drawing didn't look like audrey hepburn no but no. the but the situations felt kind of the clothing like that yeah the way and she the- was like holding her like arms against herself like that remind me holding her arms like the way she folded her arms in yeah. front of her mm-hmm. and stuff the there was sh- like a poise mm-hmm. to yeah. the character. Yeah, she had the same like body, I guess, kind of like thin and tall. Yeah, that's a, I mean that was a Sabrina t- thing too, where she goes and somebody like teaches her how to be a different type of person. She learns when she's in, in France, and she comes back and she, like uh, this. That was the transition from when they were traveling from Russia into Paris to meet the grandmother. You know, teaching her other thing, and then. There's a shot where she's at the the ballet at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Just be the wow shot. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> yeah, and, and when the, she and the animation was like <laughs> not so great. It was like My what? Fair Lady. Yeah, My Fair Lady. You're a My Fair Lady. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yes. Put <gasps> yes. these marbles <laughs> in your mouth. When when she makes the entrance in My Fair Lady mm-hmm. and they do the transformation. How do you do? Mm-hmm. But. 
I noticed, like, as soon as they took her out of, like, her clothes, like, her regular <laughs> jacket and, you know, raggedy clothes, mm-hmm. they had her in these pajamas, and I'm like, those look like Chanel pajamas. Yeah. And yes. then they get to France, and they're at Chanel, and, like, then all these different, like, clothes that they were doing, the style of them was just so cool and on point for the period, and... Mm-hmm. I really liked that, and I... The details are good. I feel like it's kind of... For me, it felt kind of like a love story between her and her grandma. Like, not like they were in love with each other, <laughs> but, like, they they were, like, heartsick because they missed each other, and they wanted to reunite with someone after the tragedy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really the special connection that's made. There's definitely a romance, like, kind of budding with her and the the guy. But I think that the really special connection is between her and her grandma in -hmm. the movie. Dimitri. Mm -hmm. Dimitri. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I noticed a lot of the backgrounds. I See, there was, it was like standing out. The background was standing out for me. The the way that they... you know, we'll do the entire background and then animate the figures over it. And there were some parts where it was standing out so much that I I found it to be off-putting, but I still, I liked looking at, like, the interiors of the castles or at the ballet or in the room that they were in. And when they have that song, the the song in France, when you're, like, seeing them dancing around in different painting, Mm -hmm. I liked seeing the paintings and stuff like that. Or when she's like hitting that last note in Journey to the Past and she's like in front of St. Petersburg and she's like, at last. And she's like, yeah, yeah. that's a cool visual. <laughs> no, too. I didn't like that because she kept her arms like she was a, a plane out to her side most of the song. So, Joel was being so obnoxious during when we were watching this movie. He was like making these wise cracks and like being like, put your arms down. Mm-hmm. Like, talking to a cartoon. Put your arms around. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to give her a dog. But hey. it doesn't talk, so that's good. <laughs> the dog is the hero of the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. He gets a sash at the end. <laughs> guardian. Guardian doggy. I don't know that much about the Thumbelina story. I just <clears throat> randomly thought about that because I went to the Hans Christian Andersen Museum in mm-hmm. Solving the other day. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to go back there again. And it's, like, little, but they have all this stuff from different countries and art, like, different mm-hmm. artists that took interpretations of the stories and mm-hmm. stuff. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. But Thumbelina is basically a fairy tale about, like, a really small, yeah. like, person, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know very much about it. Do I don't you? think so. I think it's about a professional wrestler. <laughs> Thumbelina. Yeah. It's like ironic calling her Thumbelina because she's actually really big. No. It's just a little little tiny girl that gets into all this. She gets lost and she has to find her way home. I think I. it's been a while since I've read the actual yeah. text. But then yeah. she dies because it's a Hans Christian Andersen story <laughs> and all his heroines die at the she end. She might have. I don't remember, honestly. The Little Mermaid art was so cool. Oh, yeah. I wanted. I would like to see that. Yeah. And the ugly duckling. Like, mm-hmm. there were all these different interpretations mm-hmm. of what that looked like. It was mm, really that's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Did they have, like, I know they made a statue of the Little Mermaid, but I don't know if it was in that No, place. it wouldn't be the sun. That was, uh, that's a different. Yeah. That's, like, in. They have Norway. They have from. one that's in they Norway too. too. Yeah, yeah. this is Norway. just like a museum in America and like a Danish yeah. town, Denmark. Yeah. That's where Anastasia's from. <laughs> yeah. Solvang, California. Do you think that maybe there was like a folk tale that was kind of similar to this that they like that this became the folk tale like afterwards or? Uh well I was reading urban legend oh you or? mean like no I think I think literally like the the Anastasia story was just all based around rumors that like persisted mm-hmm. over and over again until mm-hmm. it became the legend the same legend. thing same thing with Rasputin like it it became legend mm-hmm. and then modern science had to ruin it mm-hmm. for everyone <laughs> stupid scientist legend uh, yeah. That's, I was reading in the Wikipedia article, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt that 
the story in this is based off of something from the 1950s, uh, like a different movie. That makes sense, because there, there is some stuff, I mean, not the bat and not the Rasputin character no, necessarily, but like, and not the magic, but the the kind of, I don't know, the traveling, like how they went by train, then they went by boat, then they went to this, like, it kind of felt a little bit like a 50s movie in terms of like the way the movie was, the, the story was moving along. The stereotypical Russian train. <laughs> All Russians take trains. That's right. Yeah, Joel just thought everything in this was like <laughs> making generalizations. They all dance in the square. <laughs> you find this cartoon scarier than most horror movies. <laughs> it made me iller. I don't Ill. know what your beef is with it, honestly. I'm telling you, just that rotoscoping thing. I just can't take it. Listen, in the beginning of the movie, Dimitri and Vlad are sliding off a snow-covered rooftop, Vlad would be dead. <laughs> There's no way he's jumping wow. off without living. <laughs> Dimitri's a spry young man. Vlad is an older man. <laughs> I don't know. They probably got stopped by, like, a little <laughs> edge on him. Yeah. There was, like, a canopy. A little rain gutter yeah. or something. You saw how poor everybody was. They can't afford a rain gutter. Mm. <laughs> they can't afford a, a canopy. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> they could have gone darker with this. Like, yes, definitely. Well, a, well yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Anastasia could have shot a bunch of people. No, <laughs> I just mean there's parts in the movie where she is like remembering her father and her family, and it's it's like they kind of just kind of brush over how sad it actually is. Yeah, I uh, thought. I thought it was scary. Like she thinks that she's gonna jump into the pool where, where her dad is and like all the all the kids, and then he turns into like this demon and like tries to. <laughs> that was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> you were that close, Ross, yeah. and you were just like, "No, I'm a demon now." No, no, she hasn't gone yet. <laughs> we were like, "You kind of ruined your own plan <laughs> by turning into a demon yeah, in her dream." Pull that trigger a little too soon, buddy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh... <laughs> just, just count to count to three. It Why is been Christopher over. Lloyd so evil? <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't work for him he to have an adorable back character. character. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he, was, he should have been like super friendly with that back character. That back yeah. character deserved better. <laughs> well, I guess he got better in his sequel, Bartok the Magnificent, get yeah. it on VHS. Just today. <laughs> Are you getting paid by Bartok the Magnificent people? Actually, <laughs> I wish I was. Sponsored by. I, I probably still wouldn't be getting money. I don't think anyone knows about them. It's it's probably on like a combo pack DVD with this movie. Or, with this movie. Or like Fern Gully or yeah, something did, like that. Probably. Have anything to do with this? I don't think so. You mean like it's did a they, different person? Did they know each other? <laughs> yeah, they're friends. <laughs> hey, did the bat in Ferngully? Robin Batty. Williams bat. No, Batty. this bat. <laughs> Batty Bartok and Bartok. Bat? Yeah. I mean, they don't actually look that similar when you look at them. This, this one's very adorable, and that one looks like an actual fruit bat. <laughs> Fern. There's nothing wrong with a fruit bat. Well, this I'm is... just saying they're not the cutest bats. <laughs> they're probably trying to be more, I don't know, uh, accurate to where Russia is. And, like, they'll they'll have albi albino bats there, I guess. Fringoli predates <laughs> this movie by five years. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. And it also predates any taste by having the land of a thousand dances in the soundtrack. Anyway, <laughs> Fringoli 2, The Magical Rescue, no. No, that one's you. bad. We woke up the cat. Have you seen it? Mm, yeah, I saw a nostalgic critic review. <laughs> That's not the same thing. What, Ferngully? Ferngully 2 and Ferngully. He did one with Nostalgia Chick. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a copy. No, I I think I already have one. And all the other American Tale movies. Oh, I, those are good, though. I actually like those. I think I would be able to sing along with any song in An American, American Tale. Tale. Yeah. There are no cats in America. <laughs> I remember asking my dad, like, is there really no cats in America? 
<laughs> yes, they're all dead, and it smells terrible because the streets are paved with cheese. <laughs> Old cheese now. Aww. Well, the streets are paved with gold. That's what the they really are thought. Paved with cheese. Yeah, that's kind of a little bit over kids' heads when they first see that. It's like there are no cats in America. What are they really saying, <laughs> Dad? <laughs> the whole thing is over kids' heads. That's my problem with this movie. It's like, are they aimed for children? It's a metaphor. He's, he's like taking a ship over and he's singing about how his Irish girlfriend died, that one mouse. It's a but, metaphor, but there are no cats in a minute. Yeah, it's supposed to be how people thought life was better when yeah. over there yes, in America. Yeah. They're escaping tragedy, but guess what? Those cats are there and they're ready to kill you. Yeah. Just like real life children. They're still cats. Except for the, uh, the one that's played by... Uh, yeah, oh, Don, no, Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise, yeah. Uh, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> Where oh. do? <laughs> I do. Uh, he was great. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's true. I, I like him. That's what makes me feel spoiled as a kid, because my dad seriously took me to that movie like eight times while it was in the theater. <laughs> I, <don't like> it. <laughs> I was like, I like this movie. <laughs> oh, they also have somewhere out there. That's the, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that was the top 40 hit. <laughs> no, not that version. <laughs> I think this movie came out with it first. I don't know, though. Wait, what do you mean? The song Somewhere Out There? Or did it come after that song? What are you talking about? Like, did the song come with the movie? Or yeah, that, yeah, was, that the was originally five, made for the, the five movie. Hole one. And then at the end, they had the, the two singers singing it. <laughs> Oh, cool! Like in like in Aladdin, how uh-huh. they sing a whole new world, and then there was like that other version <laughs> at the end or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hmm? Everybody likes that song. Not really. Yeah. And the Pocahontas song. Beauty and the Beast. Nobody <laughs> sings Beauty and the Beast like in. Oh wait, no, they do. Angela Lansbury does, mm-hmm. but the other they yeah, like have this time. Yeah, they've got that cover. Yeah. yeah, I guess they do that a lot. Mm-hmm. B I guess. Yeah, and for uh, no, I don't think they did one for Little Mermaid. Maybe that was too early. Which one? And then for Lion King, it's just all Elton John songs anyway. <laughs> so it's just like Circle of Life has now got completely different lyrics, and here they are. It's the circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's also on Broadway. Yeah, but we're talking about <laughs> this movie. Which is also on Broadway now. Oh, There's no. an Anastasia on Broadway. Yeah, except it's kind of a different story completely, but it does have some of the music on it, but there's like no Rasputin or anything. She's but, like, yeah. I'm Anastasia, be our guest, be our guest, Anastasia. You said you did one of the songs from this, right? I in did, yeah. Before? I've done this song, the Journey to the Past song in audition. And so people like the music, though, because every time they're like, oh, I really like this song when I, I'm That's like, cool. oh, yeah. That's, cool. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yes. I feel like if I'd heard the songs outside of the movie, I might have appreciated them. <laughs> okay. By the way, somewhere out there, end title version is sung by... Linda Ronstadt and James Ingram. Mm-hmm. Do we know who James Ingram is? No. I probably do, but I don't know his name. I don't know if he was in a band, but... He was also on the City Slicker soundtrack. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I just know it because in my theory textbook, they had like a little excerpt. Because they were trying to teach us about <laughs> how to read music, and it had like a little thing of somewhere out there, like the <laughs> sheet music, and so that's cool. It said, <laughs> it said like by J- sung by James Ingram and what's her name? Whatever Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, Linda Ronstadt. Somewhere. I'm uh. sure I like teared up at that part as a kid. <laughs> like <laughs> <Cry>. <laughs> you're like looking up at the stars. <laughs> 
Maybe they're looking at the same stars. <laughs> you'll find the girl, you'll find the girl you like. You oh. look behind. You will, you tonight, look behind. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Oh, wait, that's, that's, that's fine. Amazing. <laughs> oh, she's um Blossom from the Powerpuff Girls who does uh, Tanya's voice in that movie. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tanya Mouski. <laughs> uh, that's cool voice actress. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. So we're saying everybody should watch this movie three <laughs> times. I feel like it's a, it's I really it's trapped in a certain demographic. It's like Space Jam. I don't get the love, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, it's just not me. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. you're entitled to your mm-hmm. opinion, and my opinion is right. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, of course not. Of course not. No, no, no. Don't listen to this old fuddy duddy. If you want, if you <laughs> like this movie, you like this movie. Yeah. Good, good. Don't don't let anything I've said take it away from you. And don't let anyone else saying anything negative about it affect you either because it's all uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, subjective. Subjective. <laughs> Thank you. College girl got it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now pay your money, college girl. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, Mia, thanks for thanks for being on the episode. Of yeah. course. <laughs> Thanks for Yay. guesting. She came all the way over from Indiana. Indiana just to be on this episode. That's where we want to go. Kokomo. Way down, way down in Kokomo. <laughs> I'm not in Kokomo. Okay, so I'm going to read the outro stuff. Uh, next week will be Zardoz, assuming Aaron can be around here. If he can't, then he's a stinky poo-poo. He's out of town. That's why he's not on this episode. We didn't, we didn't kill him this time. Uh, anyway, so you guys are going to have to think of some lessons that you learned from Anastasia. <laughs> it's a classic movie about how family is more important than the starving people of Russia. <laughs> and uh, if you sell your soul to the devil, all your dreams can come true. Right? Wait, didn't happen though. Oh. <laughs> he sold his soul and he still lost, so A curse. Yeah. Here's the outro stuff. Email any suggestions or comments you have to please don't podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or the podcatcher of your choice. Like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash PDSMIOS. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a star written rating. Thanks to David DeRoy for our theme music, Jed Dowtry for our podcast logo, and to Spencer Seams and our families for all the support. We couldn't do what we do without you guys. Thank you. Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space is a proud member of Ear Trumpet Audio Network. Ear Trumpet Audio features such shows as Pet Cinematary. Let's talk about that. That is a movie... Uh, hosted by Wendy Mays, in which she has guests on to talk about the best cinematic movies featuring animals. So it's all about, if you're going to listen to an episode, there's going to be an animal involved in that. And it's, I mean, me me and Sarah are animal lovers. We're super animal lovers. It's kind of right up our alley. We kind of annoy people by how much we're animal lovers. That sounds cool. Yeah, somebody was talking about the uh, endangered uh, fish and how water should be for people. And I'm like, no, that fish needs to live more than you. Get out. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But Pet Cemetery is really good. I recommend it. You can get it on iTunes and anywhere else on the internet. All right. Lessons. I want a lesson. Do you have a lesson for me, Mia? What did you learn uh, from this movie when you were, what, one? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was probably like four. Okay, four. Three. I don't know. I learned that you shouldn't, again, you shouldn't sell your soul to the devil because only bad things come out of it. <laughs> you turn into dust and you fly away at the end. Right? That's what happens. To Rasputin. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was immortal until that happened. <laughs> You know, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> it's pretty good. Sarah, do you have a lesson? Um, yeah, my my lesson takeaway from this was don't listen to the goobs <laughs> and the weirdos that tell you you can't go to Paris because, like, you might even be a princess and, like, everybody doesn't even know it. So Secret auto to princess. You, you, that's what I learned. You could be a princess and not even know it. Mm. 
people always say princess to me. And I'm like, what? And they go, that's what Sarah means in Hebrew. And I like forget every time. I know that's what my name means in Hebrew. Like, have you seen a little princess? Her name's Sarah Crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good movie. I also like the Little Women movie, too. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's good. <laughs> I want to. I'm looking this up And right The Secret now. Garden from that Oh, yeah. yeah. Was her name Sarah? Or no? No. Something else. I don't remember. Lady Princess Noble Woman. I see. I see. And oh, pe- it's Mary. I'm and that's sorry. How, that's how people try to hit on you? They're like, princess. No, I'm just kidding. Every, every once Sarah. in a while, somebody will be like, princess and i'll be like huh what? and they'll go that's what sarah means in hebrew and i'm like oh yeah i know i know no, but just like hearing it at random that's you're kind of like what thanks dude <laughs> i guess uh my lesson is that if you create a, an adorable bat character you can guarantee at least one spin-off movie so try to put an adorable bat character in all your movies mm-hmm. oh. You know, like Apocalypse Now, or Jaws, or Anastasia, or, I don't know, are there there gremlins? There's no bats in gremlins. And give it a funny voice actor, have it talk. No, no, don't give Hank Azaria any more money. (laughs) That guy's rich. He's got that sweet Simpsons money. Mm, He's cool. Yeah, he's cool, dude. I like him when he's voice acting and when he's not voice acting, when he's actually face acting. Face actor. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye, Mia. Thanks for being on. Goodbye. Bye. So, have you seen any other Broadway productions? Oh, okay. I saw like in New York, or did you just see in shows general? In New York? Yeah, we saw we saw two of my just because it was kind of like my senior trip. We saw um, the Book of Mormon and Avenue Q, and those are like my two favorite musicals. So I was oh, like, cool. I want to, I have to see them. Awesome. And so I've already seen the Book of Mormon, but I wanted my I wanted to see it with my dad and my mom. So. We saw that, and I've never seen Avenue Q, and, like, every production, I just wanted to see it with, like, the real actual puppets that they started with, like, because they're apparently, like, really expensive to make, and they're really, like, uh, they just look nice, and so Mm. that was really fun. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear. (laughs) 